Hey guys, the Brinsic Mechanic here. Today I'm going to be telling you about the different <coughs> ball settings of the Brunswick A2 and how to select between first and second ball. So, there are several detections that occur um, during a first ball cycle. Um, some of which are normal standing pins detection, strike detection, out of range, um, and then for second ball, that's basically a high strike detection, which I'll cover that in a minute. <clears throat> um, let's talk about how it works. So, whenever the machine is in first ball, the deck holding hook will be raised above the pin, um, and whenever the solenoid is engaged and the clutch lever is down, so the clutch is engaged, um, at 90 degrees the table will be down either at struck detection height or at standing pins detection height. Um, if it's at strike detection height, that means that there are no pins and that it'll go down freely without encountering any pins. If it is, um, well, if it is, um, a no-strike situation where there are still pins in the lane, the deck will rest on top of the pins or also in out-of-ranges. It will rest on top of the pins and based off of the heights and the way followers are positioned, or limited, um, the detector assembly will detect several different things. Um, so, Doug will come down, make the detection, go back up with or without pins, um, the rake will sweep at um, 135 to um, 225, and then um, at 270 degrees, the deck will either um, re-spot pins or spot new pins. Um, and then at 360 degrees or 0 degrees, um, basically everything will be back to normal, ready for the next ball. So, what exactly goes on for a first ball situation? And how do you set the machine to first ball? Well, if the machine is on second ball, for example, if a kid accidentally hits the reset button and you need to set back to first ball, um, what you can do to set it to first ball, it's actually quite easy. All you have to do is go up to the um, back of the machine, and if you'll see the deck holding hook, grab the deck holding hook. If it is down over the pin, that means it's in second ball. Um, you can also tell from the um, standing pin selector in the um, detector assembly. If the hook is down over the pin, in, that, in a case that it's in second ball, just grab the hook, pull it up. Once you hear a click of the detector assembly, you can release the hook. I recommend just gently setting it back down, and you will see that it will no longer go um, over the pin. It will be quite a ways above it, to the point where it will not catch the deck. Um, and so basically when it goes down, 
for whenever the table tries to go down um, to 90 degrees, the deck holding hook will be above it so it will not catch in place if we're letting the deck fall down. Um, if it's in second ball, however, the hook will be down, <coughs> uh, standing pin selector will be moved over, and you will see that whenever the cluster is engaged, the table tries to go down, but it's held up by the deck holding hook. And if you look in the detector assembly, you can see that it will actually detect a strike. It's a high strike detection. Um, so you'll see the follower go into the play into the um, low part of the cam. It'll detect a strike, but then it'll block out strike lights if you have them and basically execute a strike cycle which will um, sweep the deck of dead wood and set new pins. Even if there are or are not pins on the second ball cycle, it will still detect strike. Um, first ball, it will detect out of range, um, strike or no strike. Um, so, what is an out of range? Basically, when a pin gets knocked off spot, but does not fall, if it gets knocked enough to where it won't go in the place where the scissors can pick it back up, it will, well, the deck will go a little bit short of the standing pin's height, and it will, well, the detector will detect an out of range, and basically disengage the clutch at 90 degrees. To fix this, uh, you need either out-of-range kits if you have those, the automatic out-of-range kits. The problem will automatically fix itself. It will keep the clutch from disengaging and execute the out-of-range um, reset. But though, if you do not have the automatic out-of-range kits, you'll need to go to the back, pull the out-of-range um, hook, and it will execute the out-of-range cycle, which will be basically the deck will go up, then at the end of the cycle, the rake will go back up. It will not sweep, and it will not try to set new pins or anything like that. If there's an out of range on second ball, well, you don't really need to do anything because the table doesn't come down. Um, it basically just sweeps everything away. So if you see the pin get knocked off spot on second ball, oh no, it's going to be an out of range. Don't worry about it. It's not going to be an out of range. There's nothing you need to do. Um... How do you set it as a second ball? To set it as a second ball, you just um, go over to the detector assembly and you'll see um, the standing pin selector. If you don't know what that is, you can look in the manual or I can describe it to you. So there are two pieces of metal that are attached to things that are directly next to each other and you'll see that there's no gap in between them. This is if it's on first ball. If you push the linkage forward, um, sorry, just dropped my phone. If you push the linkage forward, you'll see it gap, and you'll also now be in second ball. The deck holding hook will fall down on top of the pin, and it'll be in second ball. Um, and then for a strike detection, basically the table goes down far enough where when it makes the detection at 90 degrees the strike cam follower will go into the low part of the disc instead of being blocked out it will detect a strike 
the strike lights, if you have them, that switch will be allowed to go down to turn on, so the strike light will be illuminated. Um, the table will go back up. <clears throat> the rake will sweep, disengage at 180 if it needs new pins. Um, but if it has a full deck, the rake will come back forward, and then at 270 degrees, the deck will be back and it will set the new pins on the lane. Then the table will go back up, deck will move back forward, and it's ready for the first ball of the next frame. <clears throat> so how does all of this work, and how does the cycle start? Well, the cycle can start in several ways. A mechanic can pull the cycle solenoid inwards on itself. Um, you can have the manager who's in the front desk, he can press his reset switch to reset the lane if he needs to. Um, the bowler can press their reset button. Um, and the mechanic also has a button located in his controls of the machines. So he, the mechanic can either use that switch or can actually pull the solenoid itself if he wants to. Um, if you're already in the machine, it's a little bit helpful just instead of having to climb back out of whatever you're doing, just to pull the solenoid since it's right there. Um, the common question I get from fellow bowlers is, um, why, after I throw the second ball, why is the machine um, table back up and the sweep is in the back, and why is it not coming back forward and putting down new pins? Well, in the Brunswick A2, there is a turret that <clears throat> basically pins, well, here's how a pin goes in the machine. It starts off on the deck, gets knocked down either by a ball or the rake, falls over the ball elevator, and into the pin elevator wheel. The wheel will bring the pins up um, onto the turnaround pan, which will face the pins um, bottom or butt first, whatever you want to call it. Then from there it will go up on the cross conveyor and into the turret. The turret has nine spoons which collect nine pins, and then the um, five pin, which would be the last pin to enter the turret, would go through its five pin chute. Um, unless it gets blocked out, it will hit the pin release mechanism, which will release all the pins to the deck. So once that happens, um, the machine will get a deck full signal by the 180 link, sorry. Just trying to think. Um, so this 180 link will be moved back if it does not have a full set of pins. But if it is forward, the machine will re-engage the clutch and the cycle will continue back through 360 degrees. Now, why do I get pins? I mean, why do I get a deck of pins that is not full? Why do I only have nine or eight or however many pins? Well, 
It could either be the mechanic setting a certain number of pins if someone accidentally bolts something and they need a certain pin set, or it could be several issues preventing the pin from completing its journey to the deck. It could be a deck jam in the process. Um, for example, a pin missing the chute uh, due to a deck chute problem from its location being loose or whatever, or from the turret's wires being bent in the wrong way. It can miss the chute, go on top of the deck, and sometimes this wouldn't trigger the deck jam switch, and the uh, machine will continue to operate as normal until eventually it jams up and shuts off itself. Uh, or the pin could also um, not make it into every slot in the turret because the turret could accidentally um, double index if there is a problem with the stop mechanism or the indexing. Um, so that could leave a pin missing. Um, if you're missing the five pin, it's most likely two pins going down the five pin chute from either a pin gate failure or from the f um, turret not indexing in the right timing. And that pin could fall in the chute along with the other pin. And the head of the pin that was already in the chute could get caught um, by the butt of the new pin. And basically keep it from dropping on the deck. And basically there's several things that could happen to keep pins from making it all the way to the deck of the lane. Well, that's about it for this episode on the basics of ball operations and problems with pins. Um, so make sure you subscribe to this podcast and like it if you want to learn more about the Brunswick A2. Um, you can go ahead and check out my Twitter at Brunswick Mecca 1. So at Brunswick Mecca 1. So that's B R U N S W I C K. M-E-C-H-A-1. And that's how I'll keep up with you guys. Um, and, well, see you next time.